The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live here on a Thursday. It is a good Thursday. I am in the studio alone as of Alex Clancy. You can reach him at Clancy Corner. Uh, that is his Twitter. And then he does a little something for, for Rant Sport. But Alex is sick. You know he said he's sick. But I know he was at the bar last night. So let's just say he's sick. What a hangover. 888-346-9144. We got, uh, you know, I have some guys calling into the show today. Um, I have a... I have two guests. One, Ron Johnson. He lives out here in uh, Arizona. He lives out in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, this guy would be calling in because he is doing an event this weekend that I'm a part of. Uh, Ron Johnson, a fishing pro, a guy with the Arizona Fishing Guys. Uh, if you're looking to get out anywhere where there's a body of water and there's a fish in it, he will take you out. Uh, he'll call into the show. we get more information on that. I also have a uh, Brian Nelson, minor league, and I say minor league, you know, with a little disgust because the numbers don't lie. Um, I want to do a huge show with him tomorrow, but he won't call in because today we're talking basketball, we're talking uh, Suns. I want to talk a little bit of baseball, um, MLB baseball, not the baseball that Brian and I are going to talk about tomorrow. That's going to be a whole nother entirely different conversation and it's going to be interesting it's going to be real interesting so those guys will be calling in the next 20 30 minutes or so something like that but major league baseball um and the diamondbacks and what they've done or haven't done the diamondbacks have lost six games in a row six games in a row and i think they might be one in six in the last seven games but they lost six in a row one in six in the last seven games they lost six in a row. They are four. Let me think. Let me look them up right now. They are four and 11. Now, we know pitching trumps all. When you have a great pitching staff, when you have a great pitching uh, bullpen, not a great, but when you have a good bullpen that's to come in and save, save a lot of those games, when you don't have any of that, it is tough to win baseball games. And Kirk Gibson, whom I thought did a great job last year. Now, and I say great, but it was just a 500 year. Those, that guy, that team went 81 and 81. So I say great because of what the expectations was. And I get to some expectations with the Phoenix Suns. And one of the things I do want to talk about on that level when we get to basketball is because of what somebody else thought you may do and you supersede that, does that make it a great, a great year for you? Because that was someone else's thoughts. 
I never believed in that. <clears throat> but we'll get into that when we get into uh, baseball. Now the, uh, I mean basketball. Speaking of the Phoenix Suns, now the the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm pulling up their, I'm pulling up their site. This team is four and fourteen. What I say, four eleven or four fourteen? Offensively ranked ten, and that's not bad. That's not bad. Defensively, they ranked thirty in the major leagues. They just got beat up, just got swept by the Mets. They lost the last game to the Mets 5-2. Their next game is in L.A. against the Dodgers. They got a triple header, triple header, 18th, 19th, and 20th. And they're on the road for, four, for another game with the Chicago Cubs. And we talk about this conference with the, with the Diamondbacks, with the San Francisco Giants. We talk about the San Diego Padres. We talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers, who's probably going to be the dominant. And, uh, you know, you got you to gotta think that the San Francisco Giants will come back to form. This is a team that in the past five years have won two uh, World Series. But you like to think that the Los Angeles Dodgers and what they've done over there, how they built that team, uh, they do have to get – they may have to get rid of a player or two because of the contracts – I like to see Matt Kemp get back into form, which I think he's ahead of schedule on that. And I say ahead of schedule, even though he's been out for two years with uh, nagging injuries. If you don't play the sport, you don't know how minor uh, injury becomes major, uh, especially when you do certain things. And he did. He was coming off that Matt Kemp. I'm speaking of was coming off that that MVP uh, winning season that he had. That, that was stolen, in my opinion, that was giving to Ryan Brom of the Milwaukee, and then he, Brewers, Milwaukee Brewers, and then he got on his soapbox and was adamant about not ever taking a PED and PED and not adamant about it. Found out he did. A lot of controversy with the how it was delivered, the delivery guy who comes and take the test, they let it sit overnight, so the test was flawed. This was Ryan Brom's case and not being convicted of having a PED or taking a PED, so it was thrown out. A whole lot of other things come with that. But then of last year, he was adamant about it again and didn't do it. This is not about Ryan Brom. This is more so about the Diamondbacks. More so about I like to see them compete with the L.A. Dodgers. I like to see them compete with the San Francisco Giants, San Diego Padres. But you sitting, you just got swept by the New York Mets, who was one of my favorite teams for a whole lot of reasons. Do your research if you want to know why that is my favorite team, one of my favorite teams. But you lose the last game 5-2. You are sitting right now 4-14. and now, this baseball is a long season, very long season, 162 games. And if you're any good, you can play up to – let me add spring training in there. Let me add spring training. The regular season, 162 games. And then if you're any good in October, you can play up to 200 games a year. That's a long season. We talk on this show a lot about having that season cut back a little bit. I've heard conversations of taking baseball to seven innings. 
which I, which I wouldn't think would be bad. You got a three and a half to four hour game of baseball. Now you got a two and a half hour baseball game, and that's predicated on it being seven innings of Major League Baseball. What do you do with that? Seven innings of Major League Baseball. I'm not saying throw the records away or discount any records that were were made prior to changing it to seven in. I'm just saying take the next phase of baseball into whatever records are done then, then you solidify those. You put those in ink. What does that do for pitchers? Well, I have my, I have my opinions on that. There's no need really for paying a high bullpen. There's really no need for that. That especially if you have starters, there's really no need for that that bullpen or that that paying a high price for a guy to come in and save a game seven innings. Uh, any starting pitcher should be able to pitch seven innings and finish the game. And I think this conversation was brought up more so for the fact for the Tommy John surgery. And when I bring up Tommy John's, I'm thinking about the Diamondbacks who lost two of their players to Tommy John's. And this is why they are 4-14 four and 14 because it takes pitchers. If you remember in 2001, we had two of the best pitchers in the game and we win the World Series. I say we, I say the Arizona Diamondbacks win the World Series. I had a guest on the show, Junior Spivey, who was a part of that um, that run. They played against the baseballs at that time, pre- premier team in the New York Yankees. Yeah. Now everybody's making moves to have the right player and the right pieces and the puzzles on their team to get back to prominence. We watched the... Um, Watch the Boston rest. Watch the Boston uh, team out there. We watch them do what they do. We watch the California. We watch the Angels do what they do. We watch the Los Angeles Dodgers do what they do, and that's bringing all kinds of players, having an all-star team and guys that fit the pieces of the puzzle. Not just bringing in this guy from that that place and say, well, if he did that over here, he could do that here. Probably so, but you got to remember the chemistry that comes with that. The chemistry that comes with building a team, you can go get all the all-star players you want to. The chemistry that comes with that team, I think there's 15 players on that on a baseball team. 15 to 20 players on a baseball team. What chemistry are you going to build with that? So in changing that game to seven innings and, and maybe preventing the Tommy John uh, injuries that would happen, that were the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks lost two of their pitchers warrants a 4-14 and 14 start I did mention it was a long season I did say their power ranking was 16 I, think, I did say offensively they was ranked 10th and Major League Baseball 10th is not bad at all but you can't be ranked 30th in defense you can't be ranked 30th in defense and then when Bryant when he called in I want to ask him what's the major part of that uh you got that type of hitting power, but no one is, is, is the pitcher. Obviously, the pitcher has to be the defense. Has to be the defense. Our Arizona Diamondbacks are 4-14 four and 14 with a long season to play. I think there's going to be a lot of decisions made because of the situation of pitching staff. A lot of decisions made come all-star break, and I know they can't wait till that come. And they only played 18 games. And we're talking about all-star break to see where they are. 
if they anywhere close to 500, if they could even get back close to 500, there will be some decisions made for the Arizona Diamondbacks. They may have to get rid of some of their key players uh, just to get some pitching in there. I talked about the team who did the most. A lot of the teams around the Major League Baseball who did the most trying to get the right players and get those big players or extend the contracts of those players that was on their team already. We talked um, Arizona Diamondbacks trying to get Tanaka. I don't know if this market was big enough for you to get a guy like that, but I thought he was closer to California where yeah, he had that star power. I'm talking Tommy John surgery. How do you prevent that? Seven innings of baseball. Take it from a three and a half, four hour baseball game to a two and a half baseball game. These are things I heard and read about how to fix the Tommy John. Well, overseas in Japan, where you get these other players, other pitchings, well, they pitch all year. As a kid, you didn't hear anybody kids growing up as a kid. I didn't hear anything about Tommy John's. Not to say it didn't happen, but we threw all year. We threw all year. So I think it's when every five games when you're throwing and then on an off season you're not throwing, then you come back and try to put the heat back on it. We look at uh, the pitching staff. We look at the pitcher over the, the uh, New York Yankees. His fastball is like 85 miles per hour. It used to be in the high 90s. What do you do as far as the Tommy John and how you prevent that? I'll take a quick break, and I'll come back and talk a little bit more baseball, but I want to get into some NBA and where we are as far as the finals, uh, I mean the playoffs. Got to talk about the Diamondbacks, I mean the um, Phoenix Suns. Kwamala Sports Talks, we'll take a quick break, we'll come right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk. It is a Thursday. We are live. Don't forget I have Ron Johnson calling in. Ron Johnson is a fishing pro and guide with the Arizona Fishing Guide. As I mentioned, he has an event coming up this weekend at Shoppers. That's on Armour School in Queen Creek. I will be there. be a couple other NFL guys or celebrity guys, whatever you want to call them, um, me, I just it's just me. I'll be there. Ron Johnson, fishing pro, guy with the Arizona fishing guy. If you want to get out, I'm serious about this. He loves taking guys out to fish. He loves taking people out to fish. I've had some of my best fish from this guy. He bought it in. I think he got it out of Gulf Coast Lake or something like that. I'm lying with that. He's he's one of the top guys. He's uh you know career. He has a career earners. He has a lot of sponsors. Um, he was with Ride Now. Um, if you if you want if you know of the Motorsport Company, uh, Spitz, the Sunflower Seas, Gamma. He has it. You know, he's dressed like a NASCAR. These guys get on that lake or get on that ocean, that water, and they dress like NASCAR. But it takes that the sponsors to keep afloat to get out there and get into a lot of these uh, events, these national uh, guard events. Uh, he goes out to Lake Havasu a lot and does a lot of fishing. Ron Johnson be calling in. The number is 888-346-9144. Is the number if you want to join the show. We're talking Diamondbacks baseball. Like I said, I thought the um, Kurt Gibson did a good job, even though that good job was being 500 last year. Did he supersede what other people thought, or, or was it just a team that was a 500 team, an average team? When you talked about the Diamondbacks and you talked baseball coming into the season, we also talked about Diamondbacks being one, which I think this is the toughest conference that this uh, Diamondbacks team is in. I think they have a tough schedule because who they play in the Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Francisco Giants, Sandrick Padres. They just got swept. Who's who did who was to say that you know injuries. Injuries uh, happen everywhere, happens all the time on different teams at the wrong time. And when you lose, when you lose two of your pitching staffs, two of your better pitchers, then this is why your team can possibly, after 18 games, be 4 and 14. Offensively ranked 10th, that's not bad, especially with the amount of teams you have in the, have in the um, Major League Baseball. But if you rank 30th and you have no pitching, which I think pitching is the defense, part of the defense, and winning baseball games, then you're going to be 4-14. and 14. We got a, a caller on the line. Ron is on the line. Ron Johnson. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Kwame. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm not bad at all. Feels like a Friday, and it's not because if it was a Friday, I would be at Armadillo Grill. They have a good happy hour, martinis and all that stuff. You know, they, whatever you want there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you drink. Oh, I don't, no, I don't, do you drink, bro? No, man, I don't. I don't spend any time. Uh, any time boozing it up. <laughs> I take it easy, man. I kind of gave that stuff up a few years ago. Well, you had uh, to because so. you've seen so many people. Yeah, you, know, you had to be a DH for a whole lot of people back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, um, 
you know, I've got uh, I got a lot of responsibilities. Not like uh, a lot of other people don't, but I had uh, I had chosen years ago. You know, uh-huh. just due to all the traveling I do in the sport of fishing, representing a lot of different companies and uh, things of that nature with sponsors. You know, as the things that are out there nowadays, I pretty much just cut it on out. You know, I never was a really big drinker anyway, but mm-hmm. um, I figured, hey, you know, I might as well just cut it out. You know. Uh, with the no tolerance out there, sometimes I I got a little uh, on edge just to go on out and you know just have a have one beer or have a glass of wine with somebody at dinner, you know, just yeah, worth which, the risk. So which is always easy. good. A glass of wine is not uh, bad, but you know that's if you you don't have to go out and put them down like you're crazy, like you about to go to a rock concert or something like that. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, no, I, I hear you. I I introduced you as a, a fishing pro, which I know you are to be. But this was the fishing pro and guy with the uh, Arizona Fishing Guys. And you do have an event coming up this weekend, Saturday. Um, and I list there, there will be other guys there. You want to speak a little bit more about that on Armour School and Queen Creek at Shoppers? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks again for, for having me on the show. I really do appreciate that. Uh, this Saturday at Shoppers Ranch and Home Supply Store, um, it is on the corner, northwest corner of Alma School Road, and Queen Creek Roads in Chandler. Uh, Shoppers had their actual grand opening in October. Uh, It was kind of like a soft grand opening. We're now going to be having uh, essentially like a relaunch. It's not only a big spring sale, but it's also a uh, kind of like another re-grand opening to really introduce everybody to, you know, in the Chandler or this community uh, to the Shoppers Ranch and Farm Supply Store. So I'm really excited about this event. Um, It's going to be something that, man, you definitely want to bring your family down here, come on down with the kids this Saturday. And I'll just kind of give you a little rundown about what is actually taking place. And again, I'm really happy to be part of this event. No, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you coming on. I stopped you real quick, but I'll let you finish that up. I appreciate you coming on because it is, it is a sports show, and pe- people, I think they forget that there's tons of other sports out there, and there's the competitiveness that comes with it. Because uh, fishing is very competitive. When you go out there and you got to catch that, you trying to catch that 21 pounder. It, it's very competitive out there. Um, so speak a little bit more on event, and, and then I get to, uh, and I ask you, before you get off the line, how do you get into fishing? Because I know I fished as a child, but I never said I wanted to be a, this is something I wanted to do. So I ask you that, but finish up on the event coming up this weekend. Yeah, will do. The, uh, several of the things going on. Um, you had obviously touched on fishing. Uh, we, the thing about the, the shoppers ranch store, which is really great why it's a part now of the Chandler community is we, I don't really think we have anything quite like it yet out here. It's a 100,000 square foot store that's going to allow people in the community to come on in if they need, you know, firearms and hunting, uh, fishing equipment, if they're into the outdoors or, you know, whether it's camping, whether they're looking for, uh, you know, uh, feed for their horses, you know, if they're looking for tools, if they're contractors, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, an awesome store that literally has a little bit of everything. So what uh, what's going to take place on Saturday, doors open at 8 o'clock, and uh, myself, uh, of course, is going to be down there. We're going to actually be hosting some free fishing seminars. Um, I will actually be kicking off the first seminar at 10 o'clock a.m., and the really good thing about these seminars is, you know, I get a lot of people, as you had uh, just alluded to, that, you know, I want to know how to get into fishing or, you know, how do I best approach, uh, you know, a lake, you know, if I, if I don't get out, I'm a hardworking person, I only get out once every, you know, few weeks or maybe only once or twice a year with my family, and I want to go out and I really want to learn how to catch fish, you know, this is a perfect opportunity. 
um, because we're going to have seminars that start at 10 o'clock, which I'll be kicking off, How to Fish Arizona Lakes, followed by another seminar at 11.30 by a good friend of mine, and we're really fortunate to have him. He competes on ESPN Bassmasters Elite Series, which is on and airs on Saturday, Sundays. He's in between two tour events, so he will be there as a special guest. He's going to be giving um, seminars. His name is Josh Bertrand, a uh, really great up-and-coming rookie, great guy to learn. He's going to be teaching other specific patterns. Uh, we also have um, uh, another seminar at 1 o'clock, and then I'll be finishing up another one at 2.30. So when you come on down to the store, not only are you going to have uh, these fishing experts and learn a little bit about fishing, we can spend some time with you, but another thing is, is we're going to have uh, eight NFL former alumni players down there. So it, you can come on down to the store starting at 9 o'clock in the morning and, um, you know, have a chance to meet and greet with different NFL players. Uh, of course, uh, we're very happy to have uh, quite a few of them in the store. And I'll give you a quick rundown. We're going to have Tank Johnson there. Uh, we're going to have uh, Marshawn Graves. We have Andy Livingston. Uh, we also have uh, former Dallas Cowboy Derek Kennard. We also have uh, former NFL player Mark McMillan. And, of course, we're very blessed to, and fortunate to have you down there, Kwame. So uh, I'm sure people that haven't met you before and listen to your great radio show would love an opportunity to come on down, shake hands, say hi to you. But there's also going to be a lot of food, prizes, raffle events, uh, casting contests, teach you how to knot ties. So, I mean, there's really events filled to the whole day. And if you're hungry, we're going to have some barbecue outside as well. That's not pork barbecue, is it? Because I'm Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so it, it's, it, it's, I'm really looking forward to it, man. It's gonna it, be, it's gonna be a. It, it sounds like this is gonna be a great event. I, I you, you know, you run into people and you talk when you talk to them, you you find out little little things like, oh, I didn't know you fish, and then they say, yeah, I'm a huge fisher, and it's not about the fishing because you have a lot of, as you mentioned, a lot of uh, outdoor things in the shoppers. And I haven't seen any store like that. I haven't seen any uh, building like that. I'm walking in, and I'm like, there's a lot of things in here. There's a lot of things that you can do outdoors. But I talked with um, Greg Orsatag. He was a center for the University of Kansas. played probably 15-something-plus years, 15 years in an NBA. When I talked to him, he said he's going to try to come down. Uh, if, he can, if he can make it, he's going to try to come down. But he's a huge fisher. So you never know. Um, until you really talk to somebody to find out, you know, their hobbies and their likes. How did you get into fishing? And I know it's bigger than more than fishing because it's just not going out there throwing a lure in the water. It's, it's, it's also what lure to throw, what fishing rod. How you get into that and then all the intricate parts about knowing what, what bait to use or knowing what, uh, what rod to, get, uh, to purchase and, and those things. Yeah, you know, um, I got in. I really got into fishing, and I have to thank my father, and my uncle, for that. I grew up in the state of Wisconsin, and you know, up there, yeah, there's, there's, you know, people, people are big outdoorsmen up there. Um, and I was fortunate enough for my father and my uncle to take me fishing, and I'll never forget the very first day I went out with them. Uh, you know, to me it seemed big, but you know, we were just throwing worms on bobbers and floating around on the lake, and all I really remember is just catching the fish. You know, the thrill of them, and they probably were only three or four inches long at that time. But when you're five years old, you know that's that's, that's a pretty huge exciting. fish. <laughs> and you know, it's one of the things kind of missing today nowadays. You know, with is families just taking that time and spending together and bonding and getting in the outdoors. So I'm a huge advocate for that. And, you know, one of, the, one of the best ways to really get a kid introduced to the outdoors is to take a kid fishing, 
you know, instead of them sitting indoors and, you know, behind the computer playing video games all day long, you know, get them out there to, to, you know, whether it's hiking or camping, fishing, hunting, you know, it's just, we've got some incredible resources out here in Arizona and around the country. And, uh, you know, I was very fortunate. My, my parents, uh, again, uh, got me in the outdoors and my uncle and, and my dad introduced me to fishing. So at that point, you know, it, it probably, uh, for me, it, I fell in love with it right away. You know, I, it was something about the thrill of that catch at age five. And, um, from that point on, I became a little bit more obsessed with it than just a recreation, you know, hobby here and there. So that was my sport of choice. And I wanted to learn it, uh, absorb it. You know, I was like a sponge and, uh, trying to figure out ways I could get better and what's how different lures worked and how fish reacted to lures. And the only thing I can really associate it with is, you know, uh, any other professional athlete, you know, whether you're a golfer, or you're a football player, you know, it was something that I had a passion about when I was little. Okay. So, you know, everybody has different levels in which they're interested in the outdoors. You know, whether you get out, I said, you know, once once a month or a couple right. times a year, it's, it's just one of the most incredible family sports. Right. And, uh, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, I'll be able to, to talk with people about uh, Saturday at Shoppers is really, if you're somebody who wants to learn more about fishing, you know, attend seminars like this. You know, the only way you're going to get better uh, and you want to have more success in the water or consistency is is to understand the fish understand how fish, uh, you know, obviously relate to different types of lures and conditions and water and patterns with weather. And that is all stuff that takes time. So um, I am convinced, though, that after you come to a few seminars or you do some research and read magazines and watch fishing shows, all these different educational uh, opportunities that are out there for you to absorb are only going to help you get a little bit better. But, you know, there's a lot of local grassroots fishing chapters here, too, in the Valley, um, in which you can get started at a very beginner's level and have a pro kind of take you under his wing and introduce you to fishing and show you, uh, you know, how to become a better angler. Well, I'm way behind a break. I have to take a break. Uh, I appreciate Ron Johnson coming in. Ron Johnson, a uh, fishing pro guy with the Arizona Fishing Guys. Uh, come out to Shoppers this weekend because there's a lot of things I, I still want to ask Ron, and I can call him or text him anytime, but it's still a lot of things I, I want to ask you. But I want to see the event you put on. So I appreciate you calling in, buddy, uh, and I'll see cool. you this weekend. Thank you. Yeah, look forward to meeting a lot of new people out there and come on out, talk fishing, we'll have some fun. Quamalasa Sports Talk. I'll take a quick break and I'll come right back and we'll talk with some NBA basketball. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Formula for the Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Alex Clancy is not in today. He's not feeling well. Um, we just got off the line with Ron Johnson. Come out to Shoppers on Armour School and Queen Creek. 
That is the Northwest Corner Armor School in Queen Creek Shoppers. He's putting on a huge event. There's so much more going to things you really don't know about or you have somewhat of an idea about. And and I talked to him. Uh, we talked about the things he's doing, a f- fishing guide, the fishing pro. Arizona Fishing Guide, where you can find him. Uh, he's done a lot of he's done a lot of events, but it's not just about you know you just throwing your your line in the water. It's, it's more so it's more intricate than that. You got to have the right lure, as he was uh, mentioning before we went to the break. The right place to drop your line. I know I used to do it as a kid, and it was fun. And we used to catch them and keep them. When I growing up growing up in Virginia and in the Newport News area, Tidewater area. We used to do a whole lot of that stuff, but we wasn't any wasn't any skill set to it. We just went out there and made it happen. It was just fun to do. I also had uh, people in my life, like family and friends, like Charles Wesley, Chucky, used to come out, military for about 30-something years, used to come out, take us fishing. He's always been in, had a love for boating. And when we do that every year, we go fishing, obviously. So it's more to that. So come out and get the information. As he mentioned, he will have he's going to have one of his buddies there, a pro there. Uh, you're going to meet a lot of <clears throat> NFL guys. You're going to meet a. I want to get Greg Ostertag out there, who played, who was at the University of Kansas while I was there, played basketball, drafted first round, uh, 15 years in NBA. You meet a lot of guys. Like as I, as I mentioned, you, you, when you talk to a lot of these guys, you think, oh, I know that was even a hobby of yours or or how did you get into it for me when I go back home I don't mind fishing at all it's peaceful I don't mind getting on the boat at all especially if I have a headache you get on the boat I no longer have a headache but that was Ron Johnson professional uh, fishing pro or not professional fishing pro but fishing pro Uh, Arizona fishing guy you can reach out to Ron Johnson definitely come out Um, that's um Saturday, starting at 9 a.m., he will be speaking at 10. Let's get into some NBA. When I started the show, I talked about expectations, um, and there was a lot of disappointment, in my opinion, in my book, as far as the NBA went this year. Uh, definitely with my hometown team, the Phoenix Suns. But when you talked about expectations, whose expectations do you live up to? One of the things that was surprising to me, and I thought it was a joke when a few people said it, is that the Vegas, the odds, had the Phoenix Suns only winning 17 to 20 games. Now, how is that possible? How is that possible when this team, the Phoenix Suns, let me get to these guys, and they end up beating the Sacramento Kings last night, but that's the game that we thought they should have won. That is a game they should have won, uh, the Sacramento Kings. Prior to that, they lose to the Memphis Grizzlies, who was now the seventh seed, who beat the Dallas Mavericks last night, who's now the seventh seed. Everyone at that time was jockeying for position. So we we had a lookout. We kept a lookout for the Phoenix Suns for about two months, month and a half of where this team was going to be, where are they going to be in the playoffs, are they going to make the playoffs, and unfortunately – they did not make the playoffs. The Phoenix Suns beat the Sacramento Kings 104 to 99. Even in that game, even in that game, probably with nothing to play for, 
if you will, as far as the playoffs concerned. So that might be why what I'm about to say next happened. I just saw a lot of lackadaisical effort. I didn't see uh, that push. I didn't see, uh, I saw a lot of law uh, to sleep for about two to three minutes in a basketball game. And that might define the season of the Phoenix Sun. That might define why they, they are sitting at home uh, this year. The Phoenix Suns finished their season with a 48-34 and 34 record. 48 and 34 records. Sometimes it makes the playoffs. Some most times it doesn't. If they were in the East, which they are not, but if they were in the East, they're probably a three or four seed. They had the number seven ranking NBA offense, but they had the number twenty three ranking defense. I just thought they could do more uh, with this with the. Um, Young talent they have They have some veterans over there But they have some young veterans One of the things we talk about on this show a lot When we talk to Phoenix Suns Is there's no leadership Where we don't see it We don't see anyone who want to have a A sense of urgency To take that role as I'm the guy The ball goes through here Or bringing the guys together In a time of a Of a 48 minute basketball game That was not that guy For the Phoenix Suns Uh, What are they going to do With guys like T.J. Duckett Aaron Blesso, I think the Fonz, uh, the Phoenix Suns, has adamant said, has put out there already, even though he was absent from the roster for most of the season, most of this year. And you like to think if you have a healthy, a healthy Blesso, this team probably could be in the playoffs. And even in that, you have to find some type of leader, some type of leadership, vocally <clears throat> or by actions, for this team to move forward. I've said a lot of times that they need to find that superstar, that star power, that guy who's willing to come in, that guy who can see the, the progression or that guy who can see the future of the Phoenix Suns <clears throat> and not come in here for the money, although the Phoenix Suns might have to overpay that type of guy, that caliber of guy. If Eric Blesso was in his lineup, do these do this does this team make the playoff? And I say yes. The expectations were that they were the fillers out there from Vegas, 17 games. I thought I thought that was impossible. This team amasses a 48, uh 48 win season with 34 losses. They lost at the wrong time. They lose to the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost to the LA Clippers at home. You have to win more games at home than you lose. You have to win those games, especially when it's up against the wall, when it's a crucial situation, when you can, can control your own destiny. You have to win those games. The Phoenix Suns will be in the playoffs if these things happen. These two things happen. Even though it came down to the last two games, but even in these last two games, the Phoenix Suns will be in the playoffs because they will have a, you know what? They will have a 50 game. They will be 50 and 32. This will be their record. And I'm about to explain what it is. Their record will be 50 and 32. And they will probably be in that eighth seed. Or they would be seven or eighth if this would have taken place. And this is. You beat Memphis Grizzly at home. You go to Sacramento and you beat them. 
there's your two games you winning, and you take off the two that you lost. The Memphis Grizzlies just beat the Dallas Mavericks. So that would have pushed the Dallas Mavericks out because it was a three-way tie. That would have pushed the Dallas Mavericks out of the playoffs, and it would have been the Phoenix Suns in that seventh seed. It would have been the Memphis Grizzlies in that eighth seed. Be that as it may, the, the Dallas Mavericks loses to the Memphis Grizzlies, so Dallas Mavericks has to face the Spurs. The Spurs have beat those, beat that team all year. They are 4-0 this season against them. I think they are 9-0 for the past two seasons, two or three seasons. <clears throat> Where does the Phoenix Suns go from here? Uh, they have to find, in my opinion, they have to find some type of leadership. You have to make a strong push to sign Bledsoe. Through all the publications and everything I'm reading, everything I'm hearing, they're going to match any offer that someone make for Bledsoe. I said that the the way he handled the ball, the way he was giving the ball when he came off injuries was to tell him, to show him, to let him know that you stay here, this is what happens. You will get the ball. This will this will what happen. And that's a good feeling to have, and that can't change. I thought Jeff Hornacek did a good job with the team they have. Not because the expectations of Vegas and they were only supposed to win 17 to 20 games, not because of that, because I thought he let these guys play and he didn't dictate a leadership in his first. He didn't dictate a leader in his first season. This was a growing period anyway. So if you expect if you if you read into the expectations from the outside looking in and they were only supposed to win 17, 8, 20 games, they win 48 games. And I just gave you a scenario where they should have won 50 games, even in the up and down roller coaster season that they had. Obviously ranked seven. That's great. In a, in a NBA with this the amount of teams we have in the NBA, thirty two teams, twenty three ranked defense though that's gonna that's gonna cause you to lose a lot of games. The Suns finished their season forty eight and thirty four. I thought Hornacek did a good job again, not because of the expectations of outside people, outside prognosticators of they should win seventeen to twenty games. I thought he did a good job in the sense that he tried to let the team itself define, the players define who's going to take control of this, who's going to be a leader. And when that didn't happen or if it even did happen and they saw someone who possibly could be that guy, the next year he put him in a position. I thought he did somewhat of that when he, when he gave the ball to Bledsoe when he came off injuries. He let him find his way. He ran plays for the guy. The Phoenix Suns and the coaching staff and the Phoenix Suns and the organization, their office, front office, they make mention that they're going to match any offer that Eric Blesso gets on his offseason. Suns beat the Kings last night. The scenario was they beat the Kings. They had Memphis the other day, Monday. They should have won that game. They would be sitting in the AFC. That's the Phoenix Suns. So where do they go from here? There's going to have to be a, a strong free agent push uh, for these guys next year as they wrap up their season. I know a lot of this is a lot of disappointment because it was right there in front of them. It was in their face. They had a chance to win that. Luau Deng will be a great piece of the puzzle for defenses, and we'll get into that. 
I'm up against the break, so I'm going to take a quick break. But I'm going to come back, talk about Phoenix Suns, and I want to talk about move around the NBA and what's going on as I see it. Kwame Lash Sports Talk. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports the job of a professional athlete is never complete in life after the game host lamar campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world you'll understand the goals motivations and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career tune in to life after the game with lamar campbell every tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the show. Last segment, 888-346-9144 is the number. Talking Phoenix Suns. We'll get into some other NBA stories like the Miami Heat losing to the 76ers. But right now, my focus is on this. Where does the Phoenix Suns go? Um, I mentioned that they need some superstar power not to sell tickets, but to come in and get their job done. And I'm not bashing the Phoenix Suns because I'm a fan. And I don't have to go to every game, uh, although I do talk about how fans don't show up at games and then they bash them. See, I'm not bashing them. I don't show up at every Phoenix Suns game. But I'm not the one to really bash them either. But I, even as fans, and fans are th- these kind of people, because I'm one, is you know, you want your team to do well, so you talk about them a lot, and then you have something negative to say. You also have, but you have more positive things to say than any. If you're not a fan of that team, they don't talk about them. That's where I come from as a fan. But where does this team go now? Not the superstar power. Don't bring in a superstar power. You talk about Paul Gasol. I don't. I'm don't think that's a f- good fit for long term. I think a year. You get a Paul Gasol for a Gasol for a year, maybe. Uh, I mentioned before I went to break, Luau Dang, good, good. There'll be some defense and some offense play. This guy still plays at a high level. The Suns are, actually are interested in getting the Luau Dang in here. Uh, who, you, who do you get rid of? I mentioned that Jeff Hornacek, one of the great things I thought he did, and people will probably could bash him on, on not – Defining the leader, but I think you let the team define their leader and then you let the coach harness that. Because once the players know who to follow without the coach having to tell them that, then you can harness that and you can run certain plays that work, certain offenses, certain defensive schemes that work. 
a lot of strategizing goes into that once you know who your leaders are. Jeff Hornacek, in his first year coaching the Phoenix Suns, uh, had that had that that wall in front of him as far as I know this is a young team. I know the prognosticators so-called thought we were only going to win or we wasn't going to win any more than 17, 20 games. Phoenix Suns has a 48-34 season. Powerfully ranked in 11th in the NBA, 7th in offense, 23rd in defense. 23rd in defense, you're going to lose 34 games. We did see the Phoenix Suns win some games that you know we thought would be tough, but they was they were no they were not only easy for them, they would blew these teams away. Like going on the road and beating Indiana Pacers, who has the number one seed in the East. Indiana Pacers coming in here, beating those Phoenix Suns, beating them at home, at least by 15 and 20 points. But we're also seeing games when they've been up 20 points or more. I've seen this too often this year, that the Suns were up 20 points or more, and they lose those games. That cannot happen next year. And you do have seasons where, I know I've been part of a season where we lost by one, probably six or six times, six or seven times, you lose, you lose games by one. But if you keep grinding, if you keep preparing, you don't lose those games by one anymore. You win those games by one, and that changed the whole dynamics of your season. Now we're talking about the Phoenix Suns sitting in the sixth place or fifth place. Now we're talking about this team winning, being in the playoffs, and being a mainstay in the playoffs. It's going to take some superstar power to do it. And I'm not a fan of bringing a superstar in. I'm not a fan of bringing an Emmitt Smith to the Arizona Cardinals when you have a Marcel Ship, a Damian Anderson. You have a, um, who was my other guy that was over there? You have a running back core and a young one at that that you can build with. I'm not a fan of bringing a superstar into the Phoenix Suns to sell tickets. I'm a fan of bringing a guy in who's going who's going to direct some leadership, who has some veteran experience, who's going who's going to teach these guys how to get over that hump. And he still has about a three strong years, or five years left in his career, but three strong years to take to change the dynamics of the Phoenix Suns and the and, and the the imagery that we have of this team, because coming to the season, the image was that they wasn't going to win any more than 17, 20 games. Now, I'm harping on this because the expectation is for someone else outside of that locker room. With those guys in that locker room, those guys in the locker room, you know, thought they can get it done. They ran into a tough Memphis Grizzly. They ran into a tough Randolph um, for the Memphis Grizzly. They ran into a team that wanted it more than them in the final minute because I did mention there was a three way tie with the Phoenix Suns. There was a three-way tie with that team in Memphis Grizzly and the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks got beat by Memphis Grizzlies. They are in the playoffs sitting in the eight seeds. They're gonna face the Spurs. They're gonna they may win one game, but they're gonna be out of it. Spurs is a machine. Memphis Grizzlies is another team that's uh could do some damage because they're peaking at the right time. We talked about the Memphis Grizzlies uh in previous years what they do defensively, and they, and they can fly under the radar. I don't think that's going to be a easy win for whomever's facing them. My main concern is where Jeff Hornacek takes these Phoenix Suns because I like to go to more games next year. I like to sit in there and root for them, for the Phoenix Suns 
if I'm going to talk about him so much. You have to find that superstar. The team itself, the players, have to define who that leadership role. You have to sign Eric Bledsoe. And they may mention that they were going to match any offer that comes their way, that comes his way, which tells me they're going to do everything it takes to get a guy, uh, to build around a guy and not let a guy go. Gary Androgic, we talk about him. We thought he should be the leadership. As I mentioned, first segment when I started the show, the, the disappointments. Obviously, I'm disappointed in where the Suns are, but I, I do see the maximum growth that they could have moving forward. I do see that. What takes place on offseason is going to be huge for this, for this team. Another disappointment for me was the New York Knicks. Last year, the New York Knicks won 54 games. They had a 54-win season. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of victories. This year, they had no identity. They had a lot of bickering. And then you get a good coach. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to have a good coach in, uh, with the New York Knicks Get fired because you had a bunch of underachievers. You get guys getting paid, and I'm about to sound like Alex for a second, millions of dollars who can't come together to do one thing. You got guys getting paid millions of dollars who can't come together to do one thing. I don't care what your personal goals are. They don't supersede the team goals. And the team goals for everybody outside listening in is not strictly straight to well I, I wouldn't say that because some teams it's about championship right away the phoenix suns the new york knicks it should be about get into the playoffs let's build on something let's let's establish a momentum for years to come and then we can talk when we break the huddle nba champions nba championship it'd be easy to just break the huddle a group of guys and say nba championship when you can't get in the playoffs you got to get in the playoffs first You look at teams like the Atlanta Hawks, I expect them to be a lot stronger, but they did finish strong. They did find their way into the playoffs. The Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks is the reason why the New York Knicks are not in the playoff. Another team was the, um, well, they don't have anybody. I, I can say that with the Boston Celtics. They don't have anybody. It's probably a C-average team. Um, but a team who, um, who did come to life during the regular season you know, we was always waiting for them to get on the hump is the Brooklyn Nets. Waiting for them to get on the hump the midseason, they were just there. They had a, a lot of great guys over there. Uh, they have a coach who just came out of the league and Jason Kidd. But they finished strong, and they're in the playoffs. That's a team that you will have to reckon with. But nobody's talking about the Charlotte Bobcats, who I thought finished the season with a high grade of a B-plus or A-minus, if you will. But they was always right there, but you're not talking about the Charlotte Hornets. Chicago Bulls. You're talking about uh, Lou Ardain and, and those guys. Uh, Joe Kim Noah, who's probably the defensive player of the year. I've seen somewhere where he might be the defensive player of the year. MVP of the, doesn't go to LeBron. Doesn't go to LeBron James this year. Kevin Durant did his thing, and rightfully so. Scoring title and all. Defensive coach Tom Thibodeau in Chicago. You know, you get into the show and it's always it's fun, but time flies. You know, you get into your rhythm because I'm into my rhythm right now, but 
unfortunately. I have about 10 seconds left. Tune in tomorrow because I'm going to have a guest on. Brian Nelson uh, played uh, baseball, minor league baseball. Uh, played in. I'll let him tell a story, but tune in the show because it's going to be a real good one. And it's going to take you across the spectrum of a whole lot of things that you might not want to hear or you just didn't know or you just refused to block out. Brian Nelson will be on the show tomorrow. May have some other guys calling in, but it's going to be a more, it's going to be an informative show. I tell you that. Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow because you're going to like the show. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>